Oh, hey, Dan. How's it going? Rob, I'm, uh, I'm well. How are you? Uh, I'm also well. Why do you say it like that? I don't know what you're talking about. I'm, I'm, you asked how I'm doing? I, I'm well. Okay. I'm well. Do you have something in your mouth? Are you chomping on something? No. No. What is that? Oh, my God. What is the third degree here? Spit it's it, nothing. Spit it out. Get that out of your mouth right now. Okay. 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 What? You happy? Yeah. What? What is that? A key? What was it doing yeah, in your mouth? Key. It's a magic key. Oh. Oh, it's a magic key. Uh, well, I didn't say that. You just said that. Huh? <laughs> oh. Shit. Yeah. The key, uh, it's magic. Oh, wow. Mm-hmm. Um... Does it uh, does it give you any like superpowers? Does it give you the power to like see anything? What's magic about this? Well, it actually it's um, so there are a lot of these keys, right? These magic keys. Sure, everybody um, knows about that. Uh, yeah, they're hidden around my uh, family's estate, uh-huh. and. They all have different. Uh, they imbue me with different powers, abilities. This one, arguably the most sought after, uh, it gives me the power to podcast well. Oh my god! Hey, you got any more of those keys? You could send my way. Jeez, <laughs> buddy. Uh, yeah, actually, hold on. <laughs> oh, good. Well, because I have because I have the I have the podcast key, and then I have the key that uh, sends the podcast key. Oh. Oh, it's two yeah, keys. But it's all right. It's the postage stamp key. All right, <laughs> the postage. All right. D- so it'll it'll be to you in probably fourteen business days. Okay. Um, like magic. Like right. Like like yeah. governmental magic. All right. Uh, you know what? I, by then it'll be too late. We'll, we will in the next fourteen business days. We will have recorded. I don't know twenty thirty podcast episodes. So Jeez. it's not really oh. gonna. All right. I need well, more I'll just keep the. I'll just keep the only way the key works is if I keep it in my mouth. So I guess I'll just. All right. Well, you keep that. Put it in there and say all the coolest shit anybody's ever heard. All right. Well, good. I hope that. I hope that key works. Jeez, setting the bar pretty high with magic keys. I'm just saying. Oh, buddy, this key works. All right. Good. Fine. <laughs> yeah, allow me to demonstrate. Oh, please. This week on King Me, new magic will be forged. This is Lock and Key, part one. Key Me! <laughs> and actually, we fucked up. We have to do a different theme song, because this isn't... No, King don't we always do the King Me theme song when we do? I could have sworn we did the King of the Hill theme song <laughs> by the refreshments. Uh, did we do that? Well, rem- I definitely remember talking about the refreshments a lot. Yeah. So do you want to do that or is it not worth it? You know what? We'll f- I'll do it. We'll do it in post. All right. Well, if you're new to the show and you hear us arguing about whether or not to play the King of the Hill theme song. Allow me to explain. Yeah. Normally, on the King Me program, we talk about uh, film and television adaptations of Stephen King's stories. However, Stephen King has a son who looks like him. Right. 
who's also a writer. A beautiful and baby boy. Beautiful, bowl-cut baby boy. <laughs> and he, we, we talk about his stuff, too. This is Joe Hill. And we, this is our series within a series called Hill of the King. This is episode four? Mm, great question. I think Horns. Horns. The two nose four autos. Right. Am I missing anything? No, I think that's it. You're right. This is episode that's four. It. So E4 of Hill of the King. Right. Bobby? <laughs> that's me. That's my name. Uh, Bo- Bodie? Oh. Bodie? I can't do a Hank Hill. Get that damn key out of the back of your neck. <laughs> Uh, Dan. Oh, a mind palace. Sorry. I love a So welcome to to Hill Hill of the King, the official podcast of Hilling Me. Yep. Uh, That feels even, that feels suggestive, doesn't it? Hilling Me? Hilling. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know what it means. It's some sort of like, yeah. Feels English. (laughs) You're gonna, you're gonna... You're gonna Roger her. You're gonna hill her. <laughs> huh? Aye? Well, she got a bit of the old Jamie Dodger, didn't she? <laughs> the Jamie Dodger. That's right. That's right. That's right. Um, I gave her the old Bueno bar, didn't I? <laughs> That's right. Yeah. So <laughs> um, Dan. Hmm? Uh, we, are, we are talking about the Joe Hill property. Uh, this week, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. Uh, and you know this is only part one because, and it's hard to watch ten episodes of a thing <laughs> when you, when it's not your full time job. Not this one. This one's a real page turner. Oh, you think so? I I feel so conflicted about this show because I'm, on one hand, yeah, I recognize that it is for teenagers. Totally. <laughs> And that it is one of the most poorly acted shows I think we've, or you know, properties, things we've watched for this podcast. Yeah, um, it's bad. It no, it's definitely don't, bad. Don't make excuses. No, I, I I'm not going to make excuses for this show. I, I all I would say is that we have watched some pretty pretty bad stuff, but there's no yes, reason this. Can't I'm just sit saying among, among that. <laughs> I'm saying this is the worst acted. Uh-huh. Yeah. Maybe. And, you know, it's not... There are a lot of, like, young actors in this, but um, it's also the adults. The adults are very bad. <laughs> Everyone's really bad. It's true. Uh, Sad to say. No one's all that great. Um, uh I'm gonna, I'm gonna say it. I kind of. I don't hate the show. I know the show is not a good Me show. Me either. Um, I'm not. It's definitely not something that you could that I would recommend to someone. Like, oh, you got to watch this. Like, I'm in the middle of I would, succession right if now. Someone you got to re- watch that. <laughs> sure, sure. If someone recommended this to me, I would have them put on a watch list. Totally. I think. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No. It w- yeah. That's nonsense. Um, but but. Here's the thing about Joe. Yeah. Joe H. Yeah. He's got a knack for um for world building, you know? Oh. It's a strong Yeah. 
What the? What was that? Nothing. <laughs> what? Did you hear that? Did your dinner? Was that your dinner bell? Yeah, yeah that was my dinner bell. Do you have to go eat pot roast? <laughs> yeah. I, yeah. All the other fucking pigs are are running to the trough right now, and I'm. <laughs> Oh man, you're not you're there won't be nary an apple core left by the time you I'm gonna get be there. fucked on the apple cores here. Yeah. <laughs> oh, your tail uncurls in disappointment. Oh, that's when I get real hungry, my tail just totally un uncorks. <laughs> just goes straight. Sadly. <laughs> so Yeah. Um what do people think about this show generally? Do you have a sense of that? I think initially People thought it was a dumb show. People were not into it. Um, but it runs for three. It is. It, you know, it was on Netflix for fucking three seasons, which is like a, kind of a long time for a Netflix show. You know, totally. Yeah, I mean, it must be incredibly cheap to make. That's all I can think. Yeah, it's. I mean, it certainly doesn't look so hot. <laughs> a lot of green screens, I, I'm sure. I like how you're. You're just like. Uh, this is uh, could be better. Uh. <laughs> well, I need. I feel the need to sort of rationalize why I was like, I watched a couple. I was like, all right, I'll watch the first couple. Mm-hmm. I'll go do some stuff. Right. Come back to it. Sure. And at the end of the second one, I was like, maybe that stuff can wait. <laughs> there you go. I want to know what happens to Tyler, yep. Kinsey, mm-hmm. and Bodie Locke. Bodie Locke. Yeah. Bodie. Uh, that is uh, Bodie Locke, yep. a little boy, yep. a little child, a little child, a little king alum, played by an. Is that right? Yeah, he was. Uh, Have we talked about this guy and how he, this guy, <laughs> this fucking guy. Old guy? <laughs> oh, that's right. He's Georgie. Yeah, he's little Georgie from from the. It. He's cred in. Yeah, I'm looking at his IMDb. He's credited as Georgie in 2017's it, mm-hmm. and for it chapter two, he is credited as dead Georgie. That's right. <laughs> Yeah. Uh huh. Um, he also, if you're a fan of WandaVision, he plays something called Billy Reference. Mm, I'm not familiar you know with is? Billy Reference. <laughs> you didn't watch. You didn't watch WandaVision. I did, but you know, it's like anything else. Uh, from In one eye, out the other. Yeah, man. <laughs> yeah. Of course. I, the Marvel Universe, right? Mar- the MCU. Um, I know a lot of people have bones to pick about it. Um, I think it's mostly dumb fun, um, and it it just it leaves your brain as fast as it entered. And that's it. Yeah. So sounds about right. Bodie Locke being what Jeff reference or something. Um, I, I you know I couldn't tell exactly. You. <laughs> You just said it. Uh, Jackson nope. Robert Scott as Billy reference. Billy Bill reference. Yeah, Bill reference. <laughs> um, yes. Yeah. Dead, dead Jeff <laughs> from WandaVision. Right. Um, yeah, I don't know. Uh, so, uh, Bodhi is a, that kid is a king alum, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and he's he's in over his head. I hate to say it. They give this kid too much to do. Yeah, I mean he's carrying the whole damn show. Um, uh, he's a, he's a bit of a uh, who's the boy who played Anakin? Jake Lloyd. Oh, poor Jake Lloyd. Bit of a Jake Lloyd situation where he's just like cute as a button, 
That's it. <laughs> and that's all he's got. <laughs> Sorry, kid. Oh, Sorry, God bless kid. him, this though. Is, yeah, I'll tell you this what. This is life in the pictures. <laughs> Big cigar. Wow. And the, the cigar Rob just pantomime probably at a diameter of five oh, inches. It, yeah, it's, it's a thick yeah. boy. It's a it's a it's a it's a hog. Yeah, it's a, yeah. <laughs> now if you'll excuse me, I have to finish. Yeah, yeah. When you go to a cigar yeah, shop, I have to bring this hog to climax. Yeah, yes. <laughs> you, you say, "Where do you keep the hog legs?" And then, <laughs> and they show you to the back room, and they'll know what you mean. Yeah, they'll they they'll know, know what you they mean. get it. It's the lingo. Uh, so, lock and key tells the story mm. of the lock family. L O C K E, uh-huh. and there are many keys. And the key house? Huh? The key house. And don't worry, they know it's a bad name. <laughs> they know it too. They do a little self aware banter yeah, about it. It's dumb. Right. Uh, What's going on with that uncle? Right? Duncan? Uncle Duncan? Yeah. Duncan Lock? Dunkle Lock, if you ask me. Stop. <laughs> All right, that's enough. All right, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Um, yeah, that guy, Aaron Ashmore, as Uncle Duncan Locke. Uh, I would describe him as a uh, TV actor. <laughs> no, he's in some movies. Too. He's in, he's in a, the X-Men movies, I think. Is he? I think he's Iceman. I was going to ask if he's Iceman. He looks like Iceman. I don't think he is, though, because it's not showing up on his IMDb page. I think it's simply a guy who looks like him. You ever you ever do that? You ever go down a rabbit hole of just, like, people, celebrities that look exactly the same? <laughs> like, uh... <laughs> uh the Chris, the Chris's people famously. Yeah, I mean, like, the Chris's, but even, like, like Margot Robbie uh, and Jamie Presley look crazy similar uh mm. samara weaving who's also like she's kind of a newer actress she, the girl from the well in the ring <laughs> yeah <laughs> now, she was a uh what was that movie hide and seek was that it where um it was like a girl uh who gets she's gonna get married to like this rich family and then they start like hunting her this is from like a few she's years ago get married to a whole family yeah yeah Look, I'm I consider myself pretty open-minded, but that's a bridge too far for me. So who if if this kid isn't Iceman, who the fuck is Iceman? Sean Sean Ashmore. And if you look him up, I oh, if his, you saw my eyebrows, wait, it's his brother? It's his twin brother. That's this is why. <laughs> wait. Okay, this is a this is not boding well, sorry, but this is not boding well for this episode because I forgot Aaron Ashmore's last name oh, in the time it took me to figure out how to Google Iceman X-Men actor. <laughs> oh, man. Jesus. I, I don't know if that uh, magic podcast key is working. <laughs> I don't It is not. I might have to put a few more in. Yeah. Jam your mouth full so, of keys. <laughs> so damn lightheaded. Yeah. Uh, a little peek behind the curtain. Yeah. Oh, that's... That's really uh, the magic key is a nicotine toothpick. That's which right. <laughs> I'm, I'm using to um, sort of override my metabolism mm. and just not get tired. Yeah, I mean, yeah, that's that's all we can ever ask for, just to right. stay conscious while we're recording. <laughs> yeah. um, so, Dan, this do is, you know anything yeah. about the? Um, the origins of this show. 
Yeah. Um, so at my understanding is that Joe Hill had a copy of a Nosferatu script yep. and he crossed out the name Charlie Manx and in its place he put Dodge. That's right. And he changed it so that she would be the most beautiful girl in the world. Right. Um, she is so beautiful. I can't believe it's, it. Also a King alum. Also a King alum. Um, uh, hold on. Her name is... I have it here. Okay, go ahead. Layla de Oliveira. That's right. And there was some confusion. Listeners may remember we weren't sure how to pronounce her name because it's spelled Layla. That's right. <laughs> uh, but we're going with Layla, and she played Becky um, from In the Tall Grass. Right. She was like the main character. Mm hmm. She's preggers <laughs> to start the film. Ah, uh, gross. Um,. Uh, it's no wonder her brother yeah. needed her. We actually also have one more King alum. Um, Do you know who it is, Dan? Is it Griffin Gluck? <laughs> I wish. Who the fuck is Griffin Gluck? He plays Gabe. Oh. Uh, the Yeah, the friend. The out-of-school shooter. <laughs> the extracurricular <laughs> school shooter. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, no, it's uh, Genevieve Kang. Whoa, take it easy, Kang. N- <laughs> Kang me. <laughs> no, it's uh, what's his name? Stephen Williams. He is the um, English teacher uh, in the the school there. Oh, um, he, okay. He's also he plays. Um, he's in uh, it the first um, the first ver- the first part whatever. Uh, yeah. He plays uh, the kid's father, like at the slaughterhouse. Remember that? Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. That's him. Rob, real quick. Yeah. Pause in the program. Okay. Bit of an emergency. Yeah, yeah. Be right Go back. Go ahead. I'll just stay here and. Pause in the program. I'm sorry. I'm really sorry. Oh, sorry. <laughs> what was that? That was King of the Hill. <laughs> oh. <laughs> uh, okay. We, everything okay? Page ordered DoorDash. Nice. But had it delivered to the house she works at. Oh, no. Which is several blocks away, so she had to come get clothes, like street clothes, to go get it, and she's really upset. Yeah, I would be, too. <laughs> Because I can't get it because I'm too busy with this. <laughs> right, because I'm doing a dumb thing. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I'm so sorry. I said, I'm so sorry. And she said, I'm so fucking hungry. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, Should have had a podcast, babe. <laughs> sorry, babe. Sorry, babe. I was podcasting. Couldn't, couldn't feed you. Uh, you're lucky. You're lucky I could even take a break with Rob telling me that the uh, principal is the dad from the slaughterhouse. Is that what you said? Yeah. I'm so glad yeah. that uh, Paige did not oh, the hear teacher, me say that. <laughs> I'm honestly kind of surprised I heard you say that. I was like, 
I was having a crisis. I was already three steps ahead. You know. <laughs> yeah. Is this the show? Yeah, this is the show. This is this is what we, okay. what it is now. Um, cool, cool. So Dan, this uh, the story Lock and Key, mm-hmm. written by Joe Hill. Um, originally a comic book. Um, sure. And if I'm not mistaken, I think it came out before. Um, uh, Nosferatu. Nosfor. Yeah. Mm. Um, then why are we just doing it now? Uh, because it was. I mean, the comic came out before that. The, oh, sorry. The, uh, sorry. Yeah. <laughs> well, once again, I was not listening. <laughs> My bad. <laughs> stay, stay with us here. <laughs> sorry. Sorry. Uh, I'm back. Yeah. Joe Hill. Uh, yeah. This is. It was originally the first issue was published in 2008. Um, Nosferatu was published in 2013. 2013! A good year for Christmas! (laughs) (laughs) Uh, So, of of all the things, like... The Christmas? The whole time we've been doing this show, I would say the two things that loom largest are Ted Levine (laughs) in The Mangler and... Zachary Quinto as fucking Charlie Max. That's right. <laughs> the hand of glory. The hand of Christmas. Ah, <laughs> uh, you broke my damn watch. Hey, why don't you come to Christmas Village? Why don't you come to Christmas Land? There's a big. Bear, big green bear eyes. I know. Get in the get in the fucking car. Get in the car. He sounds like Ted Levine. Sounds like he looks like the whale, but he doesn't. <laughs> <laughs> he does. Him and Brendan Fraser. There's some overlap there vocally, isn't there? I think so. Yeah. I I wouldn't yeah, be. They surprised. both have like that. F- yeah. That froggy quality. Yeah. Oh, I gotta. Oh, gotta numb nuts. <laughs> A monkey bone. <laughs> Give me a monkey bone. That's nobody. No. Um, no. So, uh, originally published in 2008, uh, this they tried to get this show off the ground. This is the third attempt. Um, this is the third time that they actually made the show. <laughs> they made there they there's a pilot from uh 2011 and then another one from 2017 that never got picked up wow right uh, can are we should try to find those that would be a great bonus app oh yeah we could definitely do that um yeah yeah pretty like um just who is jesse mccartney do you know who that is yeah <laughs> that's so jesse mccartney yeah. is a like a pop that's what I thought. Like a teen idol pop singer. Right. Um, I believe his most famous song goes, I want you in your beautiful soul. Oh, that was lovely. Yeah, here it is. Beautiful Soul by Jesse McCartney. All right. A lot of lyrics. Too many. <laughs> well, a lot of line breaks. Yeah. There we go. This guy, what is he, Proust? This guy <laughs> thinks he's freaking Proust. Uh, well, Jesse, Jesse Madeline, more like <laughs> dip in your fucking tea and go to Paris. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> um, 
So Jesse McCartney played uh, Tyler, the older brother, in the 2011 version of this. Interesting. Yeah. It, so, and and what year was the first one? Two thousand eleven. Yeah. Is that yeah, right? Yeah. Okay. That's. I mean, I guess that makes sense. Yeah, I guess. But no, because he peaked like. He peaked when I was in like middle school. I think. Yeah, I kind of feel like this was. This must have been, like after his, uh, like big, you know, pop career, at least. Yes, right? that's crazy. So. That song was released August two uh, two thousand four. Okay, so seven years later. Right. Okay. How I gotta know how old he was when he was supposed to be playing a seventeen year old. <laughs> All right. He was born in nineteen eighty seven. So you said this came out in twenty eleven. Yeah, so what does that make him twenty twenty four? All right. That's not crazy. That's probably about how old everybody else in this show yeah, is. Yeah. 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 Um. Yeah, and then there's another version from the version from 2017, right? Who had uh, uh, the character, the English teacher Joe, is played by Danny Glover. Um, That's cool. The mom is Samantha Mathis, who also cool. Yeah, and from uh, she played Princess Peach. She did play in our yeah in uh, in Super Mario Brothers. She's also in something else we've talked about, right? I think she is, but goddamn, if I can't remember what it is. It's none of my business. Yeah. Um, and then uh, it also has Jackson Robert Scott as Bodie. So he made it. Oh, we got to bring Jackson Robert Scott back, right? I mean, he, I would say he's the key to all this, but I'm going to say he's the linchpin holding the show together. Stop. <laughs> it's not that kind of show. Don't do that. Uh, it The, it, it, I, I, I have to bring this up though. Uh, the 2017 version, right, has a King alum in Owen uh, Teague, uh, who was in. Um, oh wait, have we? Oh, oh wait a second. I don't. I don't know if we've talked about Owen Teague yet. Whoa. Whoa. Oh no. Are you breaking the continuity of the show? No, no. I'm sorry. We have. Uh, he was in. The uh, uh, the It movies also, he played Henry Bauer's friend, like the tall lanky kid who dies, and then like oh, his like Wintigue. dead like corpse body is like driving that yeah. car around. <laughs> yep, that's him. Yeah, so he has one of the only good uh, spooky scaries in the yeah second one, and then he comes out from under that bed. Yo, that was a spooky scary. Um, yeah. Yeah, and then he's in the stand later on, but we haven't we haven't gotten there yet. Mm-mm. And now that brings us to twenty twenty. Thank God we dropped that dead weight, Danny Glover. <laughs> Let's pare this thing down to its raw essentials. That's right, Jackson Robert Scott, get over here. Yeah, you get Danny, over here. Danny, thank you for and your time. Nobody else. <laughs> yes. Um, but hey, good news, we got. Darby Stanchfield field. Oh, we got Stanchfield? We got Stanchfield. Alright. Um who was a major character on Scandal, a show I've never seen. Yep. Um in hundred twenty episodes of that. That's a lot. Do you think they cast her because Stanchfield is similar enough to Scandal <laughs> that maybe 
Maybe they got some kind of yeah, it's probably discount. A, yeah, a discount. <laughs> <laughs> discount. I don't know if they had to pay her less. I'm like, well, your name's already got some of the same. Yeah, sorry. The show I, I, yeah, the same it's order. too close to what the show is already called. So you're gonna have to take a pay cut. <laughs> um, so the well, okay. Do you know if the same creative team was attached to all three? Um, that's a good question. Um, I don't. Oh, this. I mean, this is fucking you got carlton cues involved in this of course of course Coos. see okay executive c-u-s-e <laughs> uh so meredith uh averill who is one of the creators of the show executive producer right yeah she is also the uh executive producer uh on the haunting of hill house Mm-hmm. Uh, by you know the Flan Man himself. The Flan Man, yeah. yes, of course, Mike Flanagan. Um, Which I can only assume that's like a Netflix, yeah, deal. I'm sure that she had, right? But I, and maybe this is uh, just because like it's just kind of a similar story in general. But like the whole time I was watching this, I'm like, this kind of feels like a CW version of The Haunting of Hill House, right? That's interesting, yeah. Okay. Which is like... In that it's it takes place in a big house. Yeah, it's a big house. It's not Hill House is haunted. This, this one isn't necessarily haunted by ghosts, but maybe by, I don't know, supernat some sort of supernatural beings and like yeah, imbued keys. with supernatural quality. And, yeah, these keys. And oh, these many Awful keys. fucking memories. Uh, not for me. No. Uh, yeah, so... For, it wasn't... I don't have any awful memories attached to this, except for, oh yeah, that time I watched it. <laughs> Just kidding. So, yes. Um, that, I did I did notice that. Mm -hmm. um, she also EP'd on Jane the Virgin and the Good Wife. All right. Um which Jane the Virgin is like self-consciously kind of soap operatic. Okay. So I think it makes a little bit. She also wrote on that show for a few episodes. Uh -huh. um, I think it makes sense to have someone like with that kind of pedigree or like that experience writing this because like it is sort of just like a ton of information in every episode <laughs> yeah. and knowing how to like get that across um, entertainingly is definitely a skill. Oh, definitely. For sure. Yeah. I think every time we're introduced to like a new uh, key or a new, like, I don't know, supernatural kind of thing in this show, I feel yeah. like they do a pretty decent job of like showing, not telling, you know? Yeah. It's, it is interesting how it's like a key of the week, <laughs> right? <laughs> yeah, it is kind of a key of the like, week. So, all right, quick summation of the premise, right? This family, after the untimely uh, murder, I guess there's no such thing as a timely murder, right? <laughs> Except for Shinzo Abe. That guy had to go. <laughs> Wait, who's Shinzo um, Abe? <laughs> the Japanese prime minister oh. who was assassinated a couple of years ago. Or like last yeah, year, yeah, maybe. Yeah, okay. But, um... <laughs> They relocate to this old family estate in what might be New England. It, it certainly oh, looks it, like it. definitely it. is New England. It's got to be New England. Yeah. Um, and the youngest 
of the three kids in the family, Bodhi, mm. starts hearing the he he starts communicating with this entity at the bottom of a well who tells him that there are magic keys hidden around the house and he can find them if he listens for them. They'll call out to him. Right. So um, he starts finding these keys and turns out each one has like a different magical thing that it does. Uh, In the first few episodes, we get one that lets you go inside your own mind as like a physical place. A mind mall? Yeah, like a mind uh, homestead. Yeah, like a like a if you were gonna a mind. Sorry, what were you gonna say? No, I, I was if you were gonna describe like a physical space, but it was inside your mind, and it was where like, like a mind, a mind villa. Yeah, like a mind villa, a mind galleria. Yeah, yeah, of jewelry, a mind Jared, <laughs> right? The gallery of jewelry, right? <laughs> It's damn. It's a damn mind palace, Dan. It, let's call it. Let's call a spade a spade here. It's a damn mind palace. There's another key that lets you um, control other people. You can. They. You tell them to do something and they do it. Right. And they can't not what, do it. Yeah. What else? There's, There's one that makes you a ghost. You can like leave your body and go zooming around as a spirit. Right. That's and commune fun. with the dead. Yeah. You can also. There's the one. Uh, the anywhere key, which oh sure, if you, uh, as long as it's a place that has a door and you've seen it, you can uh, you can open a door and basically teleport to wherever that is. Huh? Sounds familiar. Sounds like uh, something you need to be strongly creative to achieve, right? <laughs> yeah, you need a, a strong creative en- uh, and uh, what, a knife. Is that is that what it is? I guess a knife is like a key in a lot of ways. Uh, yeah, yeah. I mean, you you could, I mean, if you wanted to break into a place, I know people use like a blade sometimes to jimmy the door open, you know? Mm-hmm. Kind of the same thing. Yep. Oh, weird. By the same writer. Huh. All right. <laughs> <laughs> um, the, the other element of this that I can't wait to see pay off, because like they're clearly setting something up with it. Yeah is the fact that the house was used as a a base for intelligence operations for the Redcoats during the <laughs> fucking Revolutionary War. Uh, yeah. And I'll tell you what, I, like, you know, I, I'll keep the IMDb page open as I'm watching the show, just, like, see who's who and all that. Right. And I definitely, in the trailer saw a a red coat like a colonial or not a colonial soldier but like a british 1776 style soldier get shot with like some kind of energy beam <laughs> so we um, have is there anything worse than look energy to. beams oh Ugh. oh i have it open right now actually and i did just see a red coat throw someone down a well oh perfect so all right look forward to that <laughs> um yeah. So right. So the so Bodhi, um, he uh, he starts yeah finding these keys. Um. So I don't know. I guess we could go like beat by beat. It's not like it's not yeah. super involved. I don't think like you know the key like everybody's finding these keys and that's all well and good. But uh, yeah, I don't. I, 
like we watched five episodes, and I could pro- I could sum up those five episodes and pretty quick. <laughs> if you needed, all right, man, to. cool. If I if you were like, I need to end the show now, I'd be like, right, great, <laughs> let's do this. <laughs> I am hungry. <laughs> I can go eat. Um, I mean, uh, I think a, it's good it, that it's light. It's light fare. I think it's good that you, who have been describing movies and TV shows into a microphone for half of your adult life, <sighs> uh, can quickly summarize the events of this show. Mm. Maybe, yeah, there's maybe, a lot. Maybe of... you should get some more keys to jam in your mouth, Dan. <laughs> <laughs> this one, this one shuts you the hell up. <laughs> That jar of keys that that guy gives him? Yeah. Yeah. That's a, yeah. <laughs> the keys. So, um, right. So Bodhi, right. He uh, starts, he makes friends with the entity at the bottom of the well because he thinks that this entity is his friend. They are he not. Thinks specifically, it is his echo. Well, yeah. He, first, he thinks it's his echo. He's a dumb and he kid. thinks that's crazy because this seven-year-old boy thinks he sounds like a sexy lady. <laughs> uh, I assure you, dear listener, he does not. Uh, what? Yeah. What ends up happening is uh, Sweet Bodie uh, releases the entity from the bottom of the well, and now she can, um, you know, she can go anywhere she she makes him give her the anywhere key so she starts going anywhere she damn well pleases mm-hmm. um i think what but she's not dodge yet she's just ellie she changed she ellie yeah so i i couldn't remember man. i um doesn't i read the i read the comics right uh okay which are very good I, I those really? the comics I could recommend. I think that's like pretty. It's they're much more like um, uh, they're. I wouldn't say they're for like young adults the way this show is. <laughs> you know, uh, the sh- yeah. the comics get pretty dark, pretty like violent and shit. Um, which I don't think there was one crazy moment in these first five episodes that uh, was somewhat dark uh, when Ellie uh, opened gets the key from that like oh kid, yeah and then she opens a door to like a subway and like throws him onto the tracks and then he gets run over by a subway train <laughs> yeah that was that was pretty fucked i up. knew it was gonna happen but i was just kind of like yeah are they are they gonna they're, oh they they sh- they're gonna they sure did yeah they sure did gonna yeah there, there's a lot of shit like that that's in the comics super fucking dark but yeah. um i mean yeah, I don't want to. Oh, I won't give anything away for the show. But Ellie, um, she she's evil. She's a she's an evil person. Um, she's also like, there's something going on with her. She is some sort of like uh, supernatural being. Uh, when she goes, when she gets out, she like goes to a diner to eat, and like she's just like, I don't know. She she sticks her hand in like a hot cup of coffee. Yeah, she's she puts her finger in her coffee to warm it back up. Yeah, uh, uh, she also eats a lot. Yeah, she eats a lot. It's I don't know. It's weird. She she's weird. It's kind of 
Come on. It's a little. It's what? No good? It's a little. It's a little bit? It's kind of hot. <laughs> <laughs> you got a thing for Layla de uh, Olivier. She's so mean. Oh, yeah. She is real she's mean. So, she's. That's my kind she's of mean. She's rotten to the core. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I. I. There. Yes. She could. I. She should ruin my life. She could. <laughs> well. She'd be allowed. Yeah. Fucking. But that's the thing. She wouldn't even have to get permission. Yeah, that's, that's how mean she is. You hear that? Layla? Fucking. Step on Dan. No, I guess I'm more mean this character. Oh, okay. Like, I like her as mean. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I think uh, it's fucked up, but I think you're right because um, we did watch, we did see her in, in the tall grass. And I didn't think if anything about her. No. Because she was being mean. Yeah. She, she was, was actually being nice. Yeah, she was being nice to everybody, and that's not really our things. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> Bunch of. I guess she was being mean to uh, what's his name, uh, uh, Patrick Warburton. No, what's his name? <laughs> Patrick Wilson. <laughs> Patrick Wilson. She was being mean to him, but he deserved it. So hey, what are you, <laughs> what are you doing in the tall touch, grass? Touch the rock. Go ahead, touch it. Go ahead. That's a pretty good, Warburton. Thanks. Can you do? Uh, can you do? Um, uh, Donald Trump won the 2020 election. If he won the 2020 election. No, I mean, like, can you have Patrick Warburton basically being like, um, Dominion, Dominion voting systems, it's fraud. <laughs> you know he's a J6 guy, right? No. Is he? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, a little... Um, uh. Uh, did, did you watch The Bachelor this season? No, no. His nephew was The Bachelor. Oh, shit. And they... They apparently like they had Patrick Warburton in some of it, and they <laughs> cut him out of it because of all, his, uh, all of his strong opinions yeah. that he had to talk Tr- about on The yeah. Bachelor. <laughs> yeah, I don't know if he talked about it on The Bachelor, but I think they just like they just got over the Chris Harrison stuff, right. and they were like, "We are steering clear yeah. of this." I don't want anyone saying anything. <laughs> yes, pretty much. <laughs> Oh man, that's uh, well, that's fucked up. Uh, so uh, how do we get on Warburton here? Uh, oh yeah, oh, yeah, we were talking. Yeah, yeah Patrick yeah. Wilson. We walk it back to Layla de right. Riviera, de Oliveira. So we know that Oliveira. she is some sort of a an entity uh, that, and she wants all of the keys. So she she told um, you know Bodie to find the keys for her. Um, mm-hmm. and he, he doesn't want to give over the keys. He knows that she's like a bad person. Um, so he, he does start finding keys, right? He finds that the, uh, the mind key or whatever, and opens up his head in the, in the comics. It's actually pretty cool. Like the, the shot, uh, it looks, the panel is like from inside Bodhi's head and it's like the yeah. top of it is just like open. Um, there's no like viscera or anything. It's still a mind palace in there. So it, yeah, like and the the brother and sister Tyler and Kinsey, they both come in and they're like looking inside his head and they could see all of these things, right? Oh, and then so it's sort of like yeah. m- more how like 
on the show when they get in, there are like boxes and stuff they can look in to look at specific memories. Right. It's so it seems like that's how that's like the whole that's thing represented. Right. Yeah. And then like it's the two of them are like looking in Bodhi's head, and then like Bodhi comes like walking up from behind them and like also looks inside his own head. So it's a lot of fun. Um, that's cool. So they don't go in; they just look. Yeah. Well, they you know they do essentially the same thing. You could pick things out. You could put things in. Uh, I see. But it's I it, like that m- more. But I get also. It's uh, you for got, a show why it's like less visually interesting, right? Which I, I honestly, I don't hate the mind palaces that everybody has here, like Kinsey's I, Mall. I did really like, I like the design of Kinsey's Mall. Yeah, I thought yeah. that was pretty cool. I thought the so colors, too. yeah, uh, the memory room specifically, I thought looked great. Oh yeah, that like uh, cool painting that was like an optical illusion, it's totally it was, like, peppermint, yeah, candy swirls that looked like they just went into oblivion. Very yeah, cool. it's which I mean. <laughs> Uh, in the beginning, like the first few episodes, when Kinsey is like kind of like uh, shy and like closed off, you wouldn't expect her mind palace to look like uh, some sort of uh, like Wreck It Ralph like cutaway scene or something. Yeah, you know? Yeah. <laughs> uh, she. Yeah. It's like it is all like very sort of um, kind of like day glow Technicolor. In yeah, there. I mean, yeah. Um, and it, like MC Escher sort of yes. upside down escalators and what have you, which is fun. That's just that fun. is fun. Um, yeah, Bodhi's mind palace is just like a giant arcade. Um, mm-hmm. and that, uh, well, I take that back, not giant because he's so young, he hasn't made as many memories yet, right? It's true, he's uh, he's dumb, he's small of mind, right? Um, and, and I think we have not seen Tyler's for. mind palace, we saw the door. Yes, and it looks like a normal-ass door. Oh, it's the their house in Seattle, right? Yes. It's like the front door to the house in Seattle. Yeah. And all we see him do is put a book of a uh, history of the town. Right. Hey, there's a future King Trove for you. What? Book about history of town. Oh, yeah. It. From the outsider. And oh. it. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. And then, all right, I'm going to start writing these down. Okay. <laughs> Hold on. So, okay. Um, you write that down. I'm going to keep going. Um, no, I want you to repeat them back. <laughs> so, uh, so right. So the kids. So Bodhi finds uh, the mind key or whatever, and what what ends up happening is that he brings the other siblings in on these keys. Um, like you know, I think they may like he. Bodhi is obviously like. He's telling the truth. He's like this this woman from the well. She's bad. She wants to steal the keys, and then nobody believes her. But then, you know, they see some. Uh, they all get right. Like, no one believes him because he's got. He's always like talking about how women are bad, in right? Different ways. The yeah. seven year olds. <laughs> yeah. Um, but then they get that mirror key where they all get sort of like uh, the mom and the older brother are like drawn. Whose into name the is what we Tyler. say? Tyler. Tyler. Um, they're both drawn into the the mirror by their like reflections, and it's this awful place where they just like you just get trapped forever. Um, yeah, and uh, yeah, it's. Uh, I mean, that was pretty. Like, just the idea of that is pretty unsettling to me. Yeah, especially when you see that pile of bones. Uh, You're like, oh no, that could oh, be no. me. <laughs> Uh, I got bones. That's going to be me. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> so, hey, there's a trope. 
what bones <laughs> bones yep no but um so after the mirror thing uh after they get sucked in there the mom forgets everything that just happened uh but all the kids they're like what because she has a drinking problem <laughs> right no yeah. no 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 although she, she does she did she did it's not related to her not remembering right she is a sober person, six years six sober. Six years, congrats. Um, but, yeah, so she can't remember it because she's an adult, um, and adults don't remember this stuff, I guess? Yeah. Which is I sort of know. like, I don't know, I guess that's just like a king thing in the family. They're a, just like, a trope, might say. And you a might call that a trope. Um, <laughs> so, uh, but the kids, so the kids start... Uh, they know the keys are around, and they start hearing them. And the keys, like they kind of, they whisper, but they don't. It's not. They're not making much sense. ASMR. Hey, crinkle, crinkle some paper. Oi, 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 cut. Bodie, 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 Bodie. Oh, that's the British key. That one makes you a nonce. Wait, that's like a pedophile, isn't it? Oh, is it? I think so. It's something. It's very. You're not supposed to call people it. Yeah. So uh, apologies. Apologies I don't know what it means. to the British. I don't know what it means. I don't know what it. I don't need to know what it means. Yeah. I won't say it anymore. <laughs> We're done with that one. That's like. Uh, that's my impression of a little kid who said a bad word. I, I won't say it anymore. I don't know what it means. I want to know. You seem upset. I won't say it anymore. May I please have dessert? <laughs> May I please have dessert? <laughs> yeah, so um, so now the kids can, the other kids can hear it, and they're looking for keys as well. They mm-hmm. find, like you said, the one that, like, um, uh, well, there's the, the one that the opens the music box and makes you able to control people, which mm-hmm. Kinsey uses for evil. For evil. She uses it to get back at a mean girl at school who was only uh, like... A girl whose name is Eden Hawkins. Yeah. Oh, that's the other thing. The uh, Jones. The town is so- called Matheson, um, named after Richard Matheson. Yes, of course. Of course. Um, in the comic, it's uh, Lovecraft is the name of the town. Oh, my God. Yeah. That, that's an upgrade for sure. <laughs> what, Matheson? Yeah, that's like... Matheson sounds like it could be a town name. Yes. Yeah, totally. That is, it's way too on the nose to be like, we're in Lovecraft City. <laughs> yeah, right. Oh, where do you live? Lovecraft. Oh, you shouldn't live there. That's the name of that... Yeah, awful uh that that horror that, that right? horrible man yeah that horrible man <laughs> yeah um so the kids they're finding the uh the keys uh like i said kinsey uses it for uh evil one of the things though which i am interested to see how this plays out it's been a while since i read the comics so i only know like kind of the bigger like uh moments but yeah um i'm sure this this must have happened in the in the comics as well like she so her and Tyler go into her mind palace the the mall and they're going through some of her memories and uh while they're in there um they're attacked by uh Kinsey's Feral fear Kinsey. yeah it's like a uh like a, a weird like demonic sort of uh version of her that um 
and, and it's it's her fear, right? Long, so, sharp fingernails. Yeah, long, long, stringy hair. Um, it's scary, scary stuff. It's like it's growling like a bobcat. <laughs> yeah, it is. <laughs> um, but then we see her later on. She goes into her mind palace and she drags her fear out in like a duffel bag, stabs it and kills it and buries it in the woods. Yep. I've heard of fear is the mind killer, but mind is the fear killer. <laughs> I, I suppose stranger things have happened. I, I really enjoyed this, this bit where she like, <laughs> she took the like personification of her fear and just murdered it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And then they're all like talking about it. Like it's a bad thing. I know. And like, <laughs> excuse me. You. Sorry. I never wanted to do that. <laughs> I know. I, I can't tell if just disappointed. It's bad. No, I can't tell if like so like, you know, she kills her fear and then she starts acting totally different, much more confident. But it also like sort of removes the filter on her like uh you know, she doesn't filter what she says. So she says something yes. like kinda shitty to her mom that morning. Um I think this is a bad um if we're like moralizing what's happening here, yeah. I think that's a bad lesson to teach that the only reason to be nice to people is that you're afraid of hurting their feelings. Yeah. Afraid of like the consequences or something yeah. like, yeah, that's not great. I don't know. And like, I don't know the, the confidence that she gets then, like once she becomes, um, she's not afraid of what people think of her. So she like dyes her hair and then, yeah, they, I loved them showing the Manic Panic label. Yeah, yeah. It was like, nice. <laughs> manic Panic. Um, she also, she started hanging out with um, these, like, uh, these horror f- kids in school. They call themselves the Savinis, of course. God, the Savini gang. Oh, well, yeah, I guess that's another King alum, isn't it? Uh, Tom Savini does make a... Um, an appearance in the show as he's the guy who gives Bodie that jar full of keys. Um, Oh yeah. Yeah. And uh, yeah, we, I mean, Tom Savini, he was, I know he was at bare minimum. He was the creeper in uh, uh, creep show two. I don't know. He's probably counting. I mean, he's also right. Surely he's done work. Oh my God. Special effects work on, yeah. Quite a few things we've watched. Yeah, the guy works. Guy does work. He's, I mean, Tom Savini to is hear, the reason that there's a special effects Oscar. Right. Um, to hear Scott Cavendish tell it, <laughs> uh, he's the godfather of gore, mate. <laughs> yeah, he's so British. He's so British. Boy, can't. <laughs> <laughs> I liked him. I thought he was pretty good. Yeah, I gotta say, like, I don't really dislike. I don't think I dislike anyone on the show, mm-hmm. uh, just for you know existing. <laughs> I think. Uh, uh, what do you, uh, do you do? You hate somebody. I think. Okay. I'm sorry to say this. Okay. I have no right because I have no skills myself, and also, again, this is a very young person. I think she was probably. 17 or 18 when they were filming this season. But I think Amelia Jones is not so good. Amelia Jones, who plays uh, Amelia Kinsey. Jones, who plays Kinsey. Yeah. yeah. I think 
there's a there's a moment where do do you remember the moment where um she like calls it the skull key and Bodhi's like head key and then she's like okay so I guess we're going with that and it's like really bad dialogue yeah and it's edited really badly too like that's sure. not doing them any favors but right. also it's just like I don't know man there's a lot of this that I felt was kind of like I well yeah a struggle well, to get through I I mean I think that's mostly because it's a show for teenagers right like yeah even her I mean this is the kind of acting that you would see on like a CW show it's that's true. the whole it's true. the whole time I was uh, yeah, watching it I was like this would be right at home this would this this show could play right after Riverdale you know to- one million percent yeah and also I was like. As I was feeling this way about the acting, I simultaneously was like, wow, everybody on this show is so beautiful. Yeah. I've never seen this many beautiful people. <laughs> yep, it's true. <laughs> and and I think that, like you said, it's for teens. That's really the point here. It's just... Oh, also, not a King alum, but yeah. um, there's a guy in here... I don't even know if he's in the series yet, named Kevin Durand. <laughs> oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Um, but he's almost an uh, an alum of the NBA. Oh, <laughs> he's almost a, a, Yeah, that's true. <laughs> yeah. That's funny. Imagine yeah, your name's Kevin Durand. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like that guy has been in so many fucking things. He must have been in some sort of Stephen King thing. Right. Um, I'm looking now. I mean, maybe not. I don't know. Um, he, yeah, he has been in a ton of stuff. He was in Swamp Thing. He plays from uh, uh, the 2019 Man or whatever, right? Yeah, Jason Woodrow. Yeah, yeah. I haven't seen. Him. I don't know. Oh, he was uh, on. He was on. Oh no, that's the movie Legion. Never mind. Played <laughs> Gabriel. Yeah, the movie sucks. <laughs> <laughs> What's Paul Bettany plays an angel, I believe. Um, doesn't matter. So, uh, right. So you're talking the kids, about the Savini kids. Yeah. So the Savini kids are uh, these horror kids in school that they're making <laughs> these uh, horror kids. Yeah, they're, that's like their deal. Um, they they're making a, a movie based on the like the local lore. I forget what the the monster's name is, but it's like a giant lobster creature. Yeah, um, and I mean, I guess one of the big things the you said the untimely murder of their father. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so we get a couple flashbacks to too that. soon, and we find out that um, their father was a like a guidance counselor in high school, and one of the students comes over one day and demands uh, to that the father tell him everything about key house and he's got a gun pointed at him and the kid shoots the mom in the leg and dad goes after him uh the gun goes off and he shoots the uh, shoots the dad right in the like the stomach chest area killing him and then uh what's his name uh uh kinsey and bodie are hiding and this kid with the gun, Sam, goes walking. He's trying to find them, and the mom comes up from behind and cracks him in the head with a, a hammer. Mm. Um, but he's still alive. Hey. 
Uh, can I submit something for our eventual King Trope rundown? Sure. Wounding but not killing a mother mm. from Castle Rock Season 2. Oh, yeah. Sure. <laughs> Wounding <laughs> but not killing a mom. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. Uh, so we know this, the, the, uh, the dad's murderer who is, uh, he's just, he's this kid from there, uh, the high school. Um, yes. His dad, the dad was helping him out trying to like, um, he, he talks to his son, Tyler and tells Tyler to like, you know, be friendly with the kid. Like he needs, you know, needs a friend or whatever. Tyler's uh, a bit of a jock. He is a bit of a jock. Hotshot yeah. hockey star. Yeah, he's also he's a bit of a stoner too. He's always smoking reefer. Uh, what? Uh, what? Uh, what? I'm so uh, fucking baked right now, brother. He's like, oh, can we listen to Basketball Jones again? <laughs> oh, <laughs> that's that's. So funny to me. <laughs> that shit's when so I, fucking funny, dude. When I'm in this state, that shit hits so hard. Uh, are you uh, you ever into Cheech and Chong? No, that was never a part of my life. Uh, I don't condone drug use. So no, that's hard good. for me. Can, listener, let me tell you something about Rob. Speaking of drug use and not condoning it, what? So. A lot of people don't know this. Rob and I know each other in real life, too. <laughs> yeah, we didn't just meet on another podcast. <laughs> we didn't happen to log into the same same Zoom call. Right. We were hanging out after a show in Jersey. Oh, yeah. Right outside the bar. Yeah. Right? This is at a bar. I won't say which bar for fear of incriminating my co-host. Mm. It was the anchor in Belmar. Okay. Well, <laughs> all right. Okay. And we were just kind of standing around talking, chewing the chewing the fat. Yeah. Right? Chewing the cud. Uh, getting caught up, catching up with some folks we haven't seen in a while. Mm-hmm. And what does Mark do? I mean, not Mark. Rob. Wow. I was thinking of people. I was honestly thinking of people we haven't seen in a while. <laughs> And I thought of former guest Jack Steiger, and I was like, who else? Oh, Mark is there? Henley. Mark Henley, former guest, wasn't even there. Don't no, know wasn't. why I thought of him. Anyway, <laughs> we're standing out there chewing the fat. Jack was there. We were talking to Jack. Yeah. And what does Rob do but produce the fattest doobie I have ever seen? <laughs> That's false. <laughs> it was the size of that five inch diameter cigar. That Rob was chomping on earlier in the episode. Oh yeah, oh before when I was pantomiming uh, a, a yeah. smoking, I wasn't. That wasn't a cigar. That was just a, a big fatty oh, boom bag joint. Yes. Of course. <laughs> oh okay. Uh, was that during the show or before the show? Technically, uh, I think it was during. Yeah, that was during the show. <laughs> yeah. And this guy just starts uh, puffing away. Well, to inhaling be fair, deeply of the devil's weed. <laughs> to be fair, I. Did sort of light up that joint before everybody came out to, of the the brewery, and yeah. you know, and then everybody was you know we were standing around. And I'm pretty sure maybe one or two other people may have toked the the ganj as well. Well, here's what I, here's what I remember. Oh, okay. I remember I said, Rob, what the hell are you doing? <laughs> 
don't you know we have a podcast to record in a few days and hear you you go embarking on a bender and and then yeah. he just looks at me eyes redder than um the devil's asshole the go red m M&M, <laughs> and he smiles two strings of smoke coming out of either corner of his mouth he just goes want some <laughs> you, you want some brother <laughs> I said no I don't want some <coughs> I had to clear the smoke out of my I face know. I said, no yeah. I don't want some no 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 it's crazy yeah I never say anything like it and he, and he said alright man more for me <laughs> and then he smoked the rest in one long drag one long drag I just sucked the whole thing down he, we did a, he did a Snoop Dogg in how in uh no what's that movie Half Baked? Oh yeah, he did a Snoop <laughs> folks. He did a Snoop Dogg in Half Baked. <laughs> Rob did. Yeah, I did right it. after the show on Saturday. <laughs> that was a, right that was in front of, of the bar. Though. That was a good time. Up to a point. Up to <laughs> up to the point when you started doing drugs. Yeah. See, here's the thing. I was having a good time. Mm-hmm. I didn't need drugs. Oh, a good time. Oh, well, I need drugs to have a good time. I'm sorry. Okay. I, I didn't realize. <laughs> yeah. I want to walk back everything I just said. Okay. Yeah. So, um, I don't know why we're talking about do. Oh, pro- probably because Tyler is also, you know, he's a bit, he's of, a bit a, of a, he's a bit of a Rob. <laughs> whereas, whereas I'm more of a Bodie. <laughs> yeah. You're just a good boy. I'm just a creative little guy. Yeah. You're a, a strong creative with your mind keys and your arcade mind palace and what have you. Throwing my mom in the skeleton room. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so the the kids, they, ma- they make an agreement to, you know, if they find the keys, um, you know, they're, uh, they're, they're going to hang on to them, basically. Is that like they don't want to um, they don't want the keys falling into Ellie's hands. Uh, they also find out that well Ellie comes back to the house looking for more keys and wait yeah. Ellie yeah uh, Ellie Dodge isn't what hold on but isn't Ellie um Nina the mom's friend also mm. like the groundskeeper lady oh her well, she's credited she? as Ellie you're yeah well I guess Oh, that's Wait, weird. They're both the- credited as Ellie. Wait. What? Dan. Denny. <laughs> ah! Spoilers, I guess. This explains... Everything? Why uh, groundskeeper mom, Ellie, <laughs> murdered uh, um, English the teacher English Joe? teacher. Yeah. 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 Oh, my own... Because that's the cliffhanger for episode five, right? Yes. It's like, why did she do that? Yeah, why is she we, still there at right, the scene see, of the crime? Yeah, the scene of the she crime. She should go. Yeah, okay. You're right. So I guess to avoid confusion, we're, we'll call her Dodge. But So or there's Dodge. Echo. Or Echo. Yeah. Uh, Just not Ellie, Ellie, please. Yeah, Ellie is uh, oh, I feel like I smoked one of your doobies right now. I'm oh, just like, well. What? I, I, I was like, wait, what? <laughs> wait, but if she's then how? She, she, but how if, she, if she's Ellie and she's Ellie, which one's the real one, brother? 
It's like a like a boat trying to fucking get out of like a marsh or something. (laughs) We're gonna have to push it. (laughs) Yeah, we're gonna have to get out and push. Um, So uh, yeah, so Dodge, uh, right? She's looking for more keys, and Bodhi has a key in his hand, um, and he. uh, All right. Well, that's confusing too because. We were just talking about a boat, and now this kid's name is Bodie. <laughs> with a, so his name is Bodie. Let's call him D. Young Locke, <laughs> so that we can keep calling the boat Bodie. Okay, Young Master Locke. <laughs> hey, Master Locke. Um, All right. Well, <laughs> well, that's confusing too. That's already a thing. You can't call a person a thing. This is the logical conclusion of the whole show is that we realize all words sound like other words. Right. Our brains just and fucking we, implode. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so my, my brother and sister are going to look in the top of it, right? Uh, just kidding. So Dodge comes back looking for the keys. Bodhi has one. And we find out that uh, Dodge can't take the keys. She ha- they have to be given. Um so bit of a vampire situation, right? Yeah, similar to a vampire thing. Uh, let me in. Um, no. Okay. We also see Dodge go visit Sam, um, the 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 boy who murdered their father. Mm-hmm. Um, they have some sort of previous relationship. It 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 definitely uh, it feels very vampiric, where Dodge is you know this sort of supernatural being, and. I mean, I can I can pretty much guarantee that Sam is going to be some sort of familiar, doing dirty work, you know. No question. Right. As soon as Sam, yeah, she's she's going to break Sam out of jail, and Sam, who doesn't have to follow the rules, maybe goes in and steals keys. Perhaps I don't know. Oh, um, that could be. That's interesting. I don't know. Um. She also goes and visits, right? So we get this whole sort of like, we get the beginnings, I would say, of this backstory about um, the Locke father who was murdered before his time. Mm -hmm. It wasn't his time to be murdered, and yet he was. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, Rendell, Rendell Locke, who's played by what mm, a fake Keanu Reeves type. So this guy. The only other thing I've seen him in is that Jeff Bridges show, The Old Man, where he plays young Jeff Bridges. He plays the young old man. Yeah, he plays the young man. (laughs) (laughs) Um, uh, And, uh, yeah, the guy is like, uh, I don't know. I think you're right. I think he looks like an off-brand Keanu Reeves, and I think he kind of looks like an off-brand young Jeff Bridges, too. Yeah. Yeah, I think vocally he's got a quasi Reeves situation happening. Also, whoa, whoa, three kids. Whoa, I'm definitely gonna name one of them Bodie. Bodie after my best friend who died in a giant surfing accident. <laughs> <laughs> fun, 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 yeah, fun. That's fun and connecting those yeah, two things. So we are learning, first of all, uh, first of all, Rendell was 
aware of the all the keys and and what have you. Never right. want he he tried before he was murdered to keep his family away from the key house. Right. I mean they he moved to the other side of the country to get as far away from the house as possible. Yeah. And also um to uh be closer to the grunge scene. Well, yeah, he's a he's a big grunge grunge head. In all the flashbacks he's wearing flannel shirts. <laughs> right. And ripped jeans, ripped at the knees. Yeah, and like sub pop t shirts and stuff like <laughs> <Yeah>. that. <laughs> um we find out that okay, we find out first of all that he's never had a conversation with his wife. She's known <laughs> none of this shit. Yeah, it's pretty Poor wild. Nina Locke, dude. She you know is she is completely in the dark about like her husband's entire life before yeah, they met. She is Skylar White levels of <laughs> unaware. <laughs> totally. <laughs> um, yeah. And so, mostly through her, a little bit through the kids, we start learning that Rendell had a gang of friends right. when he was in high school. There were six of them all together. Was, mm-hmm. And they were thick as thieves until two of them three of them three of them yeah the story is that they drowned in in a cave yeah there's like there's some like cliffs uh in the town it's like a short town and there's i guess there's a cave and i guess the cave flooded this was after they all graduated and it was like a party they were having and the the caves flooded right Mm mm-hmm and we see it, we catch a glimpse of it when Bodhi is spirit Bodhi looking like a Robert Zemeckis motion, <laughs> motion capture. Oh, yeah. Really unsettling stuff. Yeah, not great. But Don't know why they did it. Um, yeah, we kind of see it like at the bottom of the cliff and it's like lit up pretty well. Yeah. 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 Interesting. Yeah. wonder why that is. Mm. Um. So that's we we learn that, and then we also learn one of the keys seems to unlock the memory palace of Rendell. Right? Is that what's happening in that one? I think it's Duncan. Um, I think that's what uh, Kinsey says is that it's their oh, uncle's okay. memories. But they okay. right they find a key out in like um, this like family cemetery that's on the property. Yeah. And <laughs> by the way, yeah. So they hear the key. Kinsey realizes it's I, in a vase. I know that what was you're gonna say. So contrived. So she finds she realizes the key is in a vase. Now keys uh, uh, in a smaller vase on a tombstone. Right on a tombstone. On. Keys smaller than the opening of a vase. Agree or disagree? <laughs> I agree. 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 You could simply. Turn the vase upside down, and the shape of it would guide the key out of the opening. <laughs> right. Kinsey instead tries to stuff her whole hand in, and when that fails, smashes it on the gravestone. Yeah, it's pretty weird. And and Tyler is just kind of like, oh, you you could uh, all right, <laughs> all right, you're doing your thing. All right, you're doing so, whatever you want. I guess. Okay. <laughs> yeah, they're looking at they're looking at Duncan's memories and. They find one where it's like that gang of six. I don't think they have a name. We'll call them the Chicago Six. <laughs> For sure. <laughs> and <laughs> yep. Um, they. It's like a. Me- it's Duncan's memory of Rendell killing one 
of we only see him yeah he, he uh similar to um their mother uh Rendell uh hits one mm. of his friends over the head with a hammer it's this true. is also um in the in their basement like the ping pong room so like um Ellie the groundskeeper right she no. was one of those kids she was one of the six that's like friends with that was friends with Rendell and <laughs> she mentioned something about the ping pong room and then they go down there and they find that it's been walled off. So they yep. break it open. They, they investigate it. Yes. And then like in a, a subsequent scene, Nina comes home, finds the door to that room is open. Yeah. And like, you know, is freaked out. She has like a fireplace poker to defend herself or whatever. She thinks someone broke in. And then Ellie just pops up. She's like, Ellie, what are you doing down there? She's like, Oh, I guess I don't know. She's like, my son left his, army toy down there or whatever right real bullshit and her son who's like it, 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 he seems like he's pro- he's older than the kids like he's out of school but he's autistic yeah um, he is uh he's a 21st century m-o-o-n m-o-o-n that's right <laughs> i heard somebody else say m-o-o-n that spells something whatever the thing was yeah and i was like I get that. I get that reference. It was in person. I heard somebody in person say Really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wow. Yeah. That that had to feel good. Yeah, it did. You're know, like, I get that I from get- listening to King Me. <laughs> yeah. Oh, you must be a King Me listener. So what I'm learning is that this show enriches the lives of the people who listen to it. Uh, yeah. Um, makes everybody smarter? Huh. Hmm. Huh. Huh. Funny that. Huh funny that <laughs> anyway so yeah uh, you're saying um what's his name uh the rufus. Rufus. Yeah, rufus yeah yeah great name um so right ellie says oh rufus left one of his toys in the basement i was just picking it up and then uh the mom what's the mom's name nina um, nina nina yeah. says oh that's it's all right just don't come in my house like that that's crazy and she's yeah. like no no sorry <laughs> this is pretty reasonable yeah her, her they have another interaction that i thought was the craziest thing when um so nina is looking through rendell's old yearbook and as she's turning the pages like enjoying the nice memories of her yeah uh um gone too soon husband murdered too soon husband <laughs> she the pages increasingly become filled with like the Omega symbol, which is like that horseshoe. Yes. Uh, Google Omega symbol. If you're unfamiliar, I'm not going to educate you. It's not my job. Right. So then she has a conversation with Ellie where she's like, Hey, do you remember uh, Rendell becoming um, monomaniacally obsessed with the Omega symbol? And yeah, she's like, like no, mm, no, not really. Why do you ask? And she's like, uh, I don't know. <laughs> Moving on. <laughs> I don't know. And they both just like, don't. Yeah. yeah I don't know. Do, right. But also the kid, Sam, who kills, uh, who killed the father has that Omega symbol tattooed on his forearm. On his shooting hand. Uh, yeah, on his on on his pistol hand. That's right. Um, so, yeah, a lot of a lot of mysteries happening here. A lot of mm. lot of things. Uh, a lot of questions being asked. Um, Ellie, when asked about like you know uh, Rendell and the gang and stuff, Ellie is like pretty cagey about any any of it. Um, you know, she doesn't. She says she doesn't really remember it. Um, she also, uh, Nina, notices that Ellie has the exact same scar in the exact same place 
that Rendell had. Um, and yeah, it's what, like a little pockmark on the chest. Yeah, maybe a little keyhole or something. Oh. Um. <laughs> so okay. The uh, <laughs> the flashback to when so Nina uh, in the flashback asks Rendell, "Oh, what what is this scar from?" And he gets like really like, "Oh, it was from." He, she says a, bi- a bicycle accident when she was a kid. I forget what his excuse was, but it was like something just as like sort of, you know, dumb and inconsequential. Mm. Um, but then she brings it up to Joe, the English teacher, who they've become like sort of friends because of the kids and whatever. And uh, Joe is like, that is weird. Um, I don't have any answers for you, though. <laughs> um and then later Do you think on, Joe knows more than he lets on? I don't know. Um, you do know, though. I don't. You do, from reading the comics. Yeah, but I don't remember it. Um, okay, so probably not. Probably not. I, but I don't know, though, because it's like... It's not only a king trope, it's also a YA trope to have an English teacher versed in the occult. Sure. Buffy. Yeah, Buffy, right? Uh, Matt Burke, of course. Oh, yeah. Uh, I don't know Buffy's uh, teacher's name. No, that guy. We all know. And him. I will never cook and eat his bolognese. <laughs> um, right. So, so uh, Nina leaves Joe's, and she goes over to Ellie's to to talk to her. And Rufus is there. She talks to Rufus. And through like a couple questions, realizes that Ellie was down in her basement, not getting the toy that Rufus left there. She was down there for some other reason. She was down there lying. Yeah, she was lying, telling lies. Uh, so we, I mean, <laughs> so we talked about the six kids when you know the dad and his five friends, right? So we know that three of the friends allegedly drowned were possibly murdered by Randall mm-hmm. um, there's Ellie so that's five people and then there's the sixth one who in the cold open of the show oh, like yeah. first five minutes of episode one he receives a phone call saying like something to the effect of like you know uh, she's out or um, you know, they're going to Key House. It was something like that. And he takes a key that he has, and he sticks it in his chest, and he turns the key, and he explodes into a ball of fire and yes, burns his house down. <laughs> yes, he does. <laughs> yes, he does. And uh, just Bold. to come full Bold circle. Move. Yeah. Full circle. Dodge, after she gets the Anywhere key, goes to find him. Yeah. Finds he's been killed. That's the moment where some neighborhood kids ride by. One of them's wearing it around his neck. She's right. like, give me that key. I want that key. <laughs> I want that key, boy. You there, yeah. boy. <laughs> and she throws him under a subway car. Yeah, it's great. Brutal. Horrible. So Sad, really. Yeah. So the, uh, I don't know, there's also some, like, character stuff happening. Well, uh, everyone's so, kind of, oh. So once she, but once she leaves, 
Uh, Once Nina leaves uh, Ellie's house, she gets a phone call. She has a voicemail from uh, Joe and saying, like, I found something. You have to come and see it. So she goes over to his house. The door is open. She goes in. She finds Joe with a plastic bag over his head. He's been murdered. Um, Then she hears a noise and she goes looking and she goes outside and she doesn't see anybody. But she's standing on the deck and underneath the deck. Ellie is standing there, implying that she killed Joe. Um, I'm not sure what for what reason she may have done that. You um, are. What I'm, you know. I'm sure. Yeah, you know. because I read the comic. I know. Sure, she sure. did it because she is somehow the same as Layla de Oliveira. So, yeah, something like that. Um, but but how? Is there? Let me guess. There's a key that makes you two different ladies. So, I mean, not to spoil everything here. Just do it. Just do it. So, in the comic book, uh, Dodge, um, I don't remember his relationship or her relationship with uh, the Locke family, but I do know that there is a key that changes you from male to female and vice versa. Okay. And that's what happened to Dodge. Dodge um, is not actually a woman. Um, she was turned into a woman by one of these keys. Um, huh. Yeah. Uh, I also, I think, like, they keep bringing up um, Lucas, right, who was one of the friends, and, they, you know, one of the friends that died, in quotations. Yeah. I think she is Lucas, um, oh, and it maybe went drunk with key power. You know what I mean? Mm. It happens to us sometimes. I know I would. Oh my god! Give Are me you some kidding? Of, give me some of those keys. Give me the fire key. I'll roast <laughs> some weenies right now. <laughs> the weenie roasting key? Forget it. Forget it. <laughs> What's your dream key? Ah, uh, my dream key. Um, I mean that anywhere key is pretty good. It is pretty good. I would like that one. Um, what else? Maybe some sort of like a, I don't know, is there like a money key? Like a key? Oh. Billy Bean, money yeah. key. <laughs> yeah, money key. But also, I don't know. I like the Mind Palace too. I don't know. There are too many great keys to pick from, you know? Is there a key in the comic that hasn't been represented here that you're particularly fond of? I can't remember any of them, Dan. Okay. Wow, but sounds like there are a key. bunch. No offense. <laughs> there are a bunch of keys that will be found. I know that much. It's a pretty ingenious device. Yeah. It could go on kind of forever. Right? Yeah. Just as long as you can keep keys. making up keys. Yeah. And it's such a big house. So like the comic book, it ran, um, it, it, it kept getting like mini series releases, right? It was one continuous story, but it wasn't like, uh, every month there was a new issue. It would kind of come out sporadically. And even up until recently, they released like another uh, issue of the comic, just like a kind of one-off story, and that had a new key in it. So to your point, they could just keep doing this forever. Joe Hill could just keep making up keys until the end of time. Hmm. Um, Wait, sorry. I just yeah. realized something. Mm-hmm. So you said... So Dodge yeah. does mention in the first episode that there is a key that can change your appearance. Yes. That's why. That's 
That's why. Mm. So I think. Hey, yeah. not bad. Not I mean, bad. Not pretty good. Got to say, could be worse. So I think. What um, if you got the butter bean key, which turns you into the, <laughs> the, the boxer butter bean? <laughs> that, to, I mean, I hate that key. You know what's crazy too is like half the keys are butter bean keys. There's a lot of butter bean keys. <laughs> Whoever made these keys was a huge butter bean fan. <laughs> uh, this one's there, got a boxing glove on the end of it. There is like I said, almost, this one's got a boxing glove on the end. <laughs> Sorry, what were you going to no, say? No, no, that's good. That's good. <laughs> uh, there's almost nothing funnier to me than like that uh, in Jackass. I don't know which movie it is, but when oh, yeah. Knoxville fights Butterbean like in a <laughs> store. Yeah. And, and uh, like Butterbean just like fucking roughs him up. But yeah. there, there's one part where he's like Butterbean, he stops and he's like, come on, get get a shot in. Right. And he like he puts his gloves down and he just like leans his face in. And Knoxville, it looks like Knoxville is like really trying to throw a punch. Yeah. And he and Butterbean just fucking eats it and just goes back to fucking pummeling him. <laughs> it's really You know good. what's crazy? There's like there's Butterbean yeah. and there's Kimbo Slice. Are there other guys like that? Like Oh, like uh, stunt fighters, like <laughs> yeah, like novelty fighters. Yeah. Like yeah. Harlem Globetrotter fighters. <laughs> yeah, I mean, Kimbo Slice is, you know, uh, R.I.P. Kimbo Slice. Um, all those years of doing backyard brawls, I guess, and, you know, they took a toll. Mm. Um, but yeah, I mean, I think there's always like uh, some sort of like the fucking like which one of the the was it Logan Paul or whoever is like the boxer? Oh, yeah, yeah, one that's of them. kind of the same thing. Yeah, know? that's true. That's a good it, point. It's more like a, a sideshow attraction than a, an actual you know boxing match. We really don't evolve, do we? No, we really don't. We, we always want to see a guy be like, I'll fight anybody. Yeah. We want to see a guy stand up in the audience and be like, I'll fight him. I'll fight him right now. And then with no training, you know, just go up against some professional fighter and get get annihilated. We yeah. want to see that. Huh. I don't know. Is that the note this episode ends on? <laughs> kind of. I mean, it, the, it's like all right. The other, I mean, the other thing. What are starts what, saying? Yeah. What other major things are we? Uh, well, like some of the you know character arc type stuff, right? As all of this key business is as as we're having our big key party here. Yeah. Um, every all the kids and you know the mom as well. They're all dealing with the death of Randall and sort of like um, to varying degrees, like the PTSD of that, uh, yeah. particularly Kinsey, who was in the house when he was killed, like one room over. Right. She was hiding under a table. Yes. Um, yeah. Oh, I shouldn't say particularly cause Tyler's also directly involved, but yeah. Um, so Kinsey, you know, she agrees to act in, um, her in the Savini kids movie um, in and like the first scene they shoot is like the big death scene and the blood and like sort of like they have tarps up to you know catch the blood which reminds her of their house which was which their mom was like in the process of renovating when their dad right. was killed yeah. um, so all of this added up 
triggers her and she like freaks out. Um, so we get some of that with her. Tyler is self-medicating to try to deal with this. You mentioned he's a bit of a Tommy Chong. Right. Um, and his guilt surrounding this, he had like, it's a couple things. Like the first thing we learn is that he was locked out of the house. Like he had gotten home as this was happening and could see it uh, happening. but was, couldn't get in the if house. If only he had a key, Dan. Now that's interesting. I hadn't really <laughs> thought about that. Um, but also we learn that, uh, in an earlier scene, he's like outside the guidance counselor, his dad, the guidance counselor's office sitting next to Gabe and Gabe is just like talking about how he's having a hard time at home or, or whatever. He's like, sometimes I just want to kill my father. Yeah. Uh, and not Gabe, Sam, Sam is the, Oh, who's Gabe? Oh, Gabe is the Savini kid. I mean, Sam. yeah, yeah. Okay. Yep. Sorry. Um, gotta be honest. Gabe do be looking like a serial killer. Oh no. hundred percent. Yeah. Anyway, sorry. Your instincts Sam. are not wrong with that. <laughs> Sam, Sam, Sam is like, yeah. sometimes I just wish I could kill my dad. Right. And Tyler's like, well, hey, if you ever do, do me a favor and kill mine, too. Words he will come to regret yes. when Sam kills his father. Right. Um, so they've all got that sort of thing going right. on. And like, as we mentioned, right, Kinsey is... Uh, trying to overcome her fear. She's like a very anxious kid. She is described by Tyler as like a control freak, which mm-hmm. is an extension of that. Um, Tyler's just dissociating, really. He's like totally checked out. Yeah, I mean, he... I, I think he's checked out for like the earlier episodes, but then once he... So he goes to this... The, when he moves to the new town, he joins the hockey team. Like, he tries to get I get it it, it 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 looks to me like he's just trying to do the exact same thing he was doing right. at his old school right and that's not really working for him um so the the english teacher joe signs him up for it's like some sort of charity 5k event um you know yeah because um it's being co-run by this girl jackie that he has a crush on what yeah jackie and right jackie and then well jackie party, who's like, definitely evil right <laughs> you think it. so she's take she's taking a turn i'm so confident nah i don't think so no i don't think so you're just saying that she's definitely evil no uh, uh she's an anglophile that's the most evil thing you can be <laughs> but she i think later on she even says like oh i'm only like kind of into uh yeah it's jane true. austen does, or whatever yeah she's but a that's jane just, girl. she's just covering her ass her, well, maybe sorry her arse <laughs> um but they they start like hanging out more and they they get you know they're sweet on each other and they they start like a little thing um kinsey starts like a little relationship with one of the savini kids scott cavendish scott cavendish scott with one t um, a British, British young man. Um, so like, I don't know. They initially like, I, th- by, by the end of episode five there, it seems to me like they're fitting in more with like the kids and the town and like getting yeah. more of like a handle on this stuff. And then like by night they're like, what are these keys? Who the fuck yeah. is 
this woman from the well, like all of this other shit. Yeah. Um, yeah. And that's, that I mean, that's good. basically, that's it, the first five episodes. I, guess, I mean, I really think they move pretty fast. And yeah. like, it's, I, I really didn't feel like anything was dragging, you know? And I, I definitely think that this could be a show that drags, you know, like, <laughs> the, I like mean, you said, like it, the acting isn't great. Like the, the writing is, you know, just okay, whatever. But like, I don't know. Yeah. I think it's, I, I think this is like a straight down the middle, like whatever, like you said, like teen, I, you say teen, I say CW, same thing. Yeah. Uh, and I, I do think that actually kind of like bodes well. Uh, Bodie's well. Uh, Bodie's near the well for sure. Yeah, get away um, from that well, Bodie. <laughs> get away from that well, my bo- young master, Bodie. Um, <laughs> because well. like those, like if there's one thing we can say about like a Riverdale, it's not boring, right? At that, all, but, right? And that's, I mean, like a Riverdale too is like, oh, this is like really fucking like heightened, wild kind of shit. Yeah, and. You know, I, this show is not the same tone as Riverdale, but it's also like pretty wild shit as well. You know, it's for sure. Yeah, I I don't see the issue with this show being that it drags because it's not like no, all the character stuff is like everyone has like a clear trajectory that they're on. Yeah, and the plot is where we're spending most of the time anyway. So yeah, I think. Uh, one of the, th- I think that if you watch the show, like the character stuff, they don't linger on much for too long. That's as true. far as like, you know, the character stuff in a show about like supernatural, you know, entities and magic keys and all of this mystery and whatever, like the character development stuff could potentially drag the show down. And yeah. I don't think they, you know, they they advance everybody uh everybody's character emotionally but they don't really linger on anything like as you know totally. as soon as somebody is getting you know some sort of heartfelt uh you know conversation or whatever we're cutting to another fucking key or something you know supernatural or crazy visually happening so it moves the show moves oh hold on i got to I lost a couple seconds there, oh. uh, right around the hour forty-one mark and ten seconds. Oh, fuck. Write that down. Um, yeah, sorry, I had a disc overload, so maybe let's wrap this up. Yeah, well, but you're right. You're right. It it moves quickly. Um, the plot stuffs it, it is largely in service of the character stuff, so they don't yeah. have to do too much with it. Right. Right. Like all the keys have some sort of like emotional significance, right? There's some, like, yeah. symbolic significance. Right, I mean, time. right. A lot of the characters uh, are emotionally advanced uh, because of the, you know, their interactions with the keys and each other and whatever, so. Yeah. Uh, some stuff they do move past maybe too quickly, like when so when Kinsey uses the, the key that lets you control other people, yeah. she does so ostensibly to get revenge on Scott's behalf because the girl she is, you know, controlling and humiliating yeah. by making her uh, pour, like, sauce on her, or, like, ranch dressing on herself. 
in the school cafeteria. Yeah. Uh, she's doing that allegedly for Scott. And then when Scott's like, I'm good, you can stop. It's just me now. She just like kind of keeps going. Yeah. And then there's like a moment right after that where she's like, we see that she's texted Scott a couple times in the past couple hours without him answering. Yep. And then the very next thing that happens is that he's throwing like a pebble at her window and being like, he's like, Oi, I forgive you. <laughs> Don't I? <laughs> and I, I was like, I was like, all right, well, move past, past yeah. that pretty quick. Huh? It's like, I know that what you did was cruel, but you did say you were doing it for me. So <laughs> right. good enough. Yep. I guess. Yeah. Um, yeah. All right. Let's wrap this up before my computer. Shits yeah. yeah. Okay. Again, shall we? All right, guys. So, yeah, we're going to be doing, uh, in two weeks, we'll finish up season one. We'll watch the, the last five episodes there and uh, see where the show goes. And then we'll, you know, we'll do the, uh, you know, all the segments and whatnot then. Oh, yeah. So. Okay. We'll list off those tropes. Yeah. And so on. They're stacking up, baby. And oh. hey, if you want some bonus content in the meantime, head over to patreon.com slash kingmepod. $5 a month gets you uh, a whole bunch of cool shit. We do some reading series. Mm. We watch some stuff that is not strictly king. Often listener suggested. Our patrons will make demands of us. And we'll right. watch some stuff that is not in, in the king adaptation oeuvre. Correct. Um, yeah. And it's a good time. So yeah. head on over. We'll have a link to that in the show notes, of course. But until next time... I'm holding a magic key, and I'm Dan. Uh, Dan is uh, holding all of the keys, and I am Rob. Stee? Stee? Van- no. Well, oh, wait. Uh, Joe Hill? Joe Hill. Yeah, yeah. Joe, Joe Hill. Hill. I don't like it. No, I don't like it either. Stephen King. Play the song. <laughs>